AM850, KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We are the messenger of good news. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you get your podcast. It's time now for our moment on the lighter side. And in this month in which we celebrate the Reformation, we have invited Mr. Reformation himself to come and speak with us. We welcome to the microphone this afternoon, Dr. Martin Luther. It's good to be with you again, uh, Mr. Duncan. Last week, Luther, you began sharing the essay you wrote in titled The Lutheran Difference, The Good-for-Nothing Church. Yeah, that, that last part was Katie's idea. You know, she has a different sense of humor. Honestly, I'm thinking I should lose that subtitle about the good-for-nothing church. I mean, how is that going to look with the rest of my writings, like the small called articles and the commentary on Galatians? Since you're simply just an actor and a pretend Luther, I don't think that really matters. You know, you've got a point there. <laughs> and anyway, you've got bigger problems to fix. Well, what, what do you mean? Well, according to your essay, you were going to share the Lutheran difference, but last week, all you could do is talk about the similarities. We share such things as music, prayer, and baptism. And like the Roman Catholics, we share liturgical background and also think that the Lord's Supper is very important. But like many Protestant churches, we think the Bible is the final authority in all spiritual matters. But up to this point, you haven't mentioned one difference. So what are the differences? <laughs> okay. Well, what makes Lutherans different is just this. Lutherans believe we don't have to do anything to get right with God. Uh, that's what I said. Zip, nada, nothing. <laughs> that's why Katie calls us the good-for-nothing church. <laughs> I happen to agree, but let me play devil's advocate, literally. Surely we have to do something. Go to church, say prayers, be kind to people. I mean, after all, there's got to be something we have to do to get God to like us. I'm sorry, but that, that is the difference. Lutherans believe you don't have to do anything. We, we believe God does it all through his word. Now, wait a second. I know the Bible clearly tells us we need to repent. Isn't that something we must do? Well, yes, uh, there must be repentance, but, but we Lutherans believe God gives us that repentance through his word of law. It's not like it's our choice to be sorrowful for sin, but rather it is God's word of law that makes us conscious of our sins. The law shows us that we are by nature sinful and that all men have sinned. As it says in the Psalms, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. And again, Paul clearly makes the point in Romans 3. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. And I might add that Paul also says the same thing in Romans 7. What then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means, yet, if it had not been for the law, I would not have known my sin. I would have not known what it is to covet. If the law had not said, you shall not covet. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandment, produces in me all kinds of covetous. And I agree it is God's law that makes us repent. It shows us our sins. But surely, once we recognize those sins, it's up to us to do something about them, right? No, Lutherans further believe that this problem of sin has been again taken care of by God entirely apart from anything we do. We believe the Father sent his Son Jesus to suffer and die and rise again for our sins and the sins of all men. All we need is to believe, for God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.16 all you need is faith. Ah, so there is something we need to do. We need to believe. Don't other churches teach the same thing? Not true, but 
But Lutherans also believe faith is not something we do. Uh, we believe that faith is not our work or choice, but again, it's a gift of God. In fact, we believe we cannot, by our own reason or strength, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ or come to him, but the Holy Spirit gives us faith through God's word. As it says in Ephesians, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works. And again in Romans, he says, faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Indeed, for all who are listening to this little devotion, the Holy Spirit is giving faith when and wherever it pleases him. So the scriptures say that repentance is something God gives us through his word of law. And I suppose we could say that faith is something God gives us through his word of gospel. Yes, this beautiful good news that Paul speaks of in Romans. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. So admittedly, it is God who works repentance in us and it is God who gives us faith. But aren't we still required to do good works? Isn't that one of the things we must do? Well, certainly Lutherans have always taught that good works are important. As we heard in Ephesians, Paul said we are saved by grace alone, by the gift of faith. However, he does go on to say, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So good works are required. Now, wait a second. Now you've got me confused. I thought you said earlier we didn't have to do anything. I thought you said Lutheranism was a good-for-nothing church. Well, and indeed we are. We think good works are very important. The question is, how do you get people to do truly good works? Our teaching as Lutherans is when people believe that they don't need to do anything in order for God to love and forgive them, Good works will come in and of themselves. Salvation has been totally accomplished by Jesus alone. Where there is such faith, the works will come, like fruit from a tree. Uh, consider this. Is it really a good work if you do something because you think it's the law, it's required? Is it really a good work if you do it simply because of the reward you'll get? Aren't the truly good works the ones we do simply because we want to do them? They are the fruit of faith. I think I understand what you're saying, but I don't know, Luther. If you tell people that they don't need to do anything, I'm afraid they won't do anything. You have a point. Uh, throughout history, uh, our critics have contended that if you teach the way I've described above, you will end up with people doing nothing, as you say. And I don't mean to be critical, but I've known plenty of Lutherans who seem to be that way. <laughs> well, sad to say there are some do-nothing Lutherans. As in all churches, we have our hypocrites. On the other hand, most Lutherans, and I believe it's precisely because of this teaching of faith alone, they are loving and forgiving people. Uh, why, another radio personality, Garrison Keillor, once said about Lutherans, if you're dying, they'll comfort you. If you're lonely, they'll talk to you. And if you're hungry, they'll give you a tuna salad. <laughs> but we do all of these things, not because we have to, not because of the law, but because he first loved us. So the basic difference is that Lutherans believe you don't need to do anything to be saved. If I might use big theological words, repentance, redemption, and even sanctification are all works of God, not of man. That's the main difference. But because of that difference, there are many other differences, crucial differences, even in the things we have in common with other Christians, such as music, prayer, scripture, sacraments, etc. 
Well, it looks like we're just about out of time. Would you mind coming back next week to tell us more about the differences? We'd love to have you back. Well, you know, I'd love to join you. So next week, we'll continue our discussion about the good-for-nothing church. Well, I appreciate that. I look forward to it. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.